Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, China proposes the Ukraine-Russia peace plan, UK wheat export progress and the USDA outlook forum viewed negatively. February saw prices recover as the market debated whether the Ukraine grain corridor would be extended, with Russia commenting that it would be inappropriate to do so unless punitive sanctions on them were lifted. However, all gains were erased in the latter days of the month as optimism for an extension returned following a Chinese peace plan, which included that the corridor should stay open. Some market commentators saw the Chinese peace plan as a sign that China needed the corridor to stay open to help satisfy their import needs with rumours that they are in the market to buy US maize. Thus far, there have been no official corridor talks, but Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov reaffirmed yesterday that they would not agree to any extension of the Black Sea grain export deal unless their own interests were taken into account, which include dropping restrictions on payments, logistics and insurance for grain and fertiliser exports. Shipment progress via the corridor remains slow as Russia continually slow-walk their vessel inspections and available supplies begin to dry up. Russian wheat exports in February are estimated at 3.1 million tonnes due to bad weather, which was well below expectations. EU farmers are complaining that Ukrainian grain entering Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria and Poland over land is pressuring their domestic prices. UK wheat exports, predominantly to the EU, have accelerated, having priced itself competitively to help dispose of the surplus. One line of thought is that it's replacing Ukrainian wheat and maize that's been delayed. The latest EU customs surveillance data up to the 27th of February shows that 935,000 of UK wheat was exported to the EU so far this marketing year, only behind Ukraine as a top import origin. With further business transacted for March to May recently, which includes larger vessels through the deepwater ports, a further large dent in the exportable surplus is feasible. Managed funds and algos continue to dominate derivative markets, although to what extent is unclear following the recent cyber attack. It's now over a month since positions were updated, with trade estimates that funds could be 16 million tonnes short of CBOT SRW wheat futures. To put that into context, the 2022-23 US SRW wheat crop that it's based upon is sub-10 million tonnes. Argentine soybean and maize crops are beset by drought and are now well below the January USDA forecast, whilst heavy rains in Brazil are delaying planting of the all-important safrina maize crop, which potentially exposes it to the dry season at pollination and frost damage at harvest. Attention is now turning towards new crop, which is now trading at a premium to old on the London futures market. The USDA Outlook Forum release was construed as bearish, predicting record US maize yields, which have been too high in 12 of the last 16 reports. Wheat acres are increased by 4 million on last year, but large areas of the winter crop are in poor condition due to drought and spring wheat has yet to be planted and could be switched to row crops. Russian 2023-24 wheat production was forecast at 79.7 million tonnes this week by one analyst, citing some winter kill, whilst best guesses are that Ukrainian wheat and maize production will be down a minimum of 15 to 16 million tonnes combined from this season's already war-reduced crop.
EU wheat production is forecast to be unchanged, whilst the EU maize area is forecast down 10% following this season's drought-reduced crop. The Indian government has forecast their wheat crop at 112 million tonnes, which is seen as far too optimistic by the trade, who put it closer to 100 million tonnes due to recent hot temperatures, which are forecast to continue, just as harvest begins. Domestic prices have been at record levels, forcing the government to release strategic stocks to dampen domestic prices. The transition from La Nina to El Nino may be felt most in Australia, with some weather forecasters predicting drought-reduced crops, having had three years of beneficial La Nina weather. One analyst forecast the Australian crop at 26 million tonnes, down from this year's 36.6 million tonnes. In the near term, managed money is in control, pushing fundamental grain considerations to the sidelines, which are also facing additional headwinds from macroeconomic factors, including inflation. The market has got used to just-in-time food stocks, but the landscape could look very different if Mother Nature does not deliver. The war continues, bird flu goes away, the Chinese start to buy, and the global economic outlook turns positive. Grain fundamentals may then come back into vogue. On to malting barley and this week's headlines. Crop 2023 is probably down. Interest moves to the new crop and old crop in Europe starts to move. The Crop 2023 EU 27 plus UK barley production is mostly expected to be unchanged. But within that, Denmark, Germany and probably the UK are expected to be down. Following its disastrous 2022 harvest, Spain is optimistically hoping to increase spring barley production. However, as we've seen from the recent issues with supplying vegetables from that area, already they have problems with weather. Talking with French cooperatives, they are becoming more concerned about their dry weather. Unless their spring barley receives rain in the next two weeks, it will deteriorate. UK interest is now with new crop only. Plantings in East Anglia are well ahead of the south and west, where many are still waiting for the ground to warm up and with no intention of planting before the second half of March. Those who have planted are committing forward at good feed-based prices, plus a minimum malting premium, but no maximum, which offers a better risk-averse option than taking a fixed price. Now March is here, we have six malting barley boats due in the next four weeks for loading at Portsmouth, Poole and Sharpness. Thank you to those who have been waiting patiently, your barley will soon be on the move. The old crop surplus of barley in Europe is beginning to move at last. In Denmark and Sweden, most of their malting barley left is too low in nitrogen to use, so it's being fed to their huge pig herds. Surplus feed barley in Germany is being sold into Holland and Belgium. The UK is also making old crop export feed barley sales again. Hopefully this will mean that we won't have a large carryover of barley in Europe to new crop. And this week's oilseed rape headlines, well, the extreme volatility continues. EU 27 and UK forecast is up and palm oil reaches its highest since November 2022. Rapeseed remains extremely volatile, with Matif losing over €30 Euros in the last five trading sessions of February. In its monthly report, Oil World explained how the European rapeseed market is faced with the bearish fundamentals of abundant supplies and subdued demand. Larger-than-expected imports of lower-priced rapeseed from Ukraine and Australian canola have contributed to a sizable accumulation of stocks, along with high production numbers. 
Data published by the European Commission has shown that EU rapeseed imports so far in 2022-23 to reach 5.33 million tonnes, compared with the 3.4 million tonnes a year earlier, which has weighed heavily on prices. Strategy Grains forecast EU rapeseed stocks to increase to a heavier situation at the end of the campaign, with surpluses in most countries. Additionally, the overall production outlook 2023-24 EU27 and and UK rapeseed has been revised slightly up from 2022-23 to 22.2 million tonnes. Chicago soybeans fell to their lowest in seven weeks on Tuesday as commodity funds liquidated positions before the month end. Progress of the Brazilian harvest also weighs on the soy complex as export demand has shifted to South American suppliers. Data from Conab shows the Brazilian harvest to be 34% complete as of Monday the 27th of February and the forecast looks drier, which is expected to aid the harvest. Soy meal and soy oil futures have followed soybeans lower but have been kept in check by strength in crude oil. Recently, crude oil trade has been volatile with the dollar strength, recession risks, US stockpiles and Chinese demand all affecting prices. Crude tested recent range highs after China's monthly purchasing managers index, the PMI, climbed to 52.6 versus 50.1 in January, which is the fastest rise in more than a decade. This provides hope that the country's recovery can offset a global slowdown and increase oil demand. Palm oil was also supported by the expansion of manufacturing activity in China, as higher crude oil prices makes palm a more attractive option for biodiesel feedstock. Export demand, a weaker ringgit and supply concerns have also supported palm oil, with prices reaching the highest level since November 2022. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for March at £213, May 215 feed barley for March 195 May 197 oilseed rape for March 438 to 443 and May 440 to 445. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.